Welcome to Black Girl Say Something, where this black girl has something to say. And I'm excited because this season of Black Girl Say Something is season three. And this is the 35th episode of season three. Uh, Season three pretty much dates back to like the last week of September. And then I did 31 episodes. So I did an episode every day for the month of October. So make sure you tune into those. And, you know, as November started or yeah, coming into November, I did um do a little switch up. So episodes will now air on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'll get into that a little bit later. But I wanted to use this episode um to talk about allowing things. Um As a black girl, I feel like, you know, growing up, I wasn't really taught or I wasn't really, um what's the word? Given the opportunity, I should say, I wasn't really given the opportunity to utilize my no. And a few episodes back, if you listen to one of the guest episodes, I think it was the episode with Aries King, where I spoke about how I give my daughter the opportunity to tell me no. And the thing about that is I can't be the person to to tell her use her no while also telling her don't use her no with me, because then that becomes a boundary issue. And so the reason why I say, you know, I wasn't taught to utilize my no or I didn't have an opportunity to say no to things. And that ultimately turned into uh, it rolled over into other areas of my life where I didn't feel like I could say no. And funny enough, I came across this post on Instagram and it was like, uh, we only go through what we allow and I'm not allowing shit. And I really felt that because I'm in this season where I'm not going to allow you to walk over me. I'm not going to allow you to make me feel like I'm in a compromising situation. I'm not going to allow you to make me feel smaller than what I am. I'm not going to allow myself uh, to feel like I need to fit in. And I'm not going to allow myself uh, or I'm not going to allow people in my space in the capacity that they allow for me. And I feel like, you know, that that came from growing up and not understanding or having a set level of boundaries. Even being the oldest child, I was never able to, I could have never told my mom, no, I don't want to watch my little brother. Because of course, like for one, he's not my kid, so I shouldn't have had to do that. But that's something that I do with my daughter. I also, when I did, you know, when the conversation did come up about having another child, of course, I didn't really want any more children. I was fine with my daughter being an only child. Um, but the more that the idea was pressed on me, uh, I had another child. And my whole thing was I didn't want to have children too close in age because I didn't want and I didn't want to have them too far apart in age. And that was kind of my way of trying to say I don't want to have another one at all. But here I am with two children and they're in a decent enough age apart for four years apart, four years and six months to be exact apart to the effect of what my daughter can help out with him and he's old enough to help out with himself. But I don't want that to be the main priority. Of course, you want your children to be good people and look out for each other, but forcing it on them. Ultimately, I have come to find will create sibling rivalry and it will create a hatred for the other sibling or vice versa. And so, you know, I want to use the next few uh, episodes or, you know, going forward, I will not talk about, I'm going to talk more about things that I want for myself. 
as a bookmark for me when I listen back to the episode. Because something about Black Girl Say Something is that this Black girl does listen to what she has to say. And I love to hear, you know, the transformation and how far I've come and the work that I'm putting in and things that I'm doing. And it kind of holds me accountable to when I listen. I say, oh, yeah, I wanted that for myself. And I'm also find myself like if something if there's something that I don't like, I'll be like, I don't like that for me. And if there's something that I do find um, that I'm pleased with, I'll say I love that for me. And so it's kind of, you know, those check ins with myself or having that conversation with myself to affirm myself of the things that I like and the things that I don't like and really having that level of self-accountability. So even if it's, you know, an issue with a person, I'm going to address it head on because I spent so much time not being able to address certain things. Even with my mom, we're in a headspace where I can address, hey, I didn't like how you did that. And the thing is, when you tell someone that you don't like what they did or what they're doing, or you tell someone you know, how something they do make you feel. You want to be mindful of their reaction. So it is not my goal for my delivery to be acceptable, but it is my goal to deliver the message. So what that means to me is this, that if I tell you, hey, I didn't like how you tried to curse me out in front of these people. And you tell me, oh, well, you shouldn't have did this, this and this. Well, that's not the time for you to uh, combat my feelings. And it's neither the time I'm not looking for you to affirm my feeling either. But it is the time to have a conversation about why that took place. And next time, let's see how we can have it take place a little bit differently. Or let's see how the course of action could have been changed if this takes place. And I found that even the more education that I received, the more that I became educated, I guess, sort of speak, the more I obtained the knowledge. Um, one thing for sure, two things for certain was I tried to implement that. I'm a learner. I'm a lifelong learner. I believe learners are leaders. Great leaders are great learners. And being able to learn and then take it and implement it. And that's typically what would happen is like I would learn these things and then I would come and try to implement it. And it would be met with so much riff. There would be so much uh, yeah, there'll be so much riff uh, with the kid's father. And so, you know, even with him not being around or him not being involved, I'm able to raise these children to be, you know, upstanding citizen, like take accountability for the things that you do. You know, uh, oftentimes we find that if we confront a child about something they did, I feel like many parents can identify with this. The child be like, oh, I forgot. And I always like my children to, if they do something wrong, and I'll use school, for example, if they do something in school um, or they get in trouble, so to speak, in school, they don't really have these issues, but they get in trouble in school and the teacher's like, hey, I need to talk to you. My first thing with them is, well, I don't want to talk to the teacher right now. I want you to tell me what happened. Because having you tell me what happened, we have a certain trust between us. I don't know your teacher. You know your teacher. So you going to allow your teacher to come to me and tell me something and then I have to believe to me she's a stranger in the technical sense. Right. And these are the conversations that I'm able to have with my children to build that trust. You know, I'm not going to stray them 
the wrong way. And I definitely want I definitely want to be the first line of defense in anything that would be said against them in a negative way. And I want to be that safe space. So I know coming up as a black girl, I never really felt safe. I always felt like I had to be the person who um, I don't I didn't really quite know what safety was. You know, um, looking back on my life, I'm like, dang, I could have like a lot of things could have went really wrong. So something was keeping us safe. You get what I'm saying? Like, you know, um, but getting into trouble was so easy. And I remember hearing that trouble is easy to get into, but hard to get out of. But the thing is, we were never given the tools to know how not to get in trouble. And I feel like that's why, (laughs) you know, I'm so adamant about certain things. And even like the post says, things that you allow you things that happen to you is what you allow, but I'm not going to allow anything to happen to me. I'm not going to allow anything to happen to my children as far as, you know, our emotional well-being, our physical well-being, you know, accidents happen, things outside of our control happen. But if there's things that you can control, you have the opportunity. And this is what I'm teaching my son. This is what I'm teaching my daughter. You have the opportunity to say, I do not want to accept that. And that goes for even me as their mom, because guess what? Mama is learning, too. Um, And ultimately to teach them a way to like not get caught up in bad friendships. I remember being I never really had this problem because I didn't have like these conversations with my mom. But I had other friends like middle school, high school or whatever. And their mom would be like, oh, that's not a good friend to you. And of course, like me being that I'm that person's friend, you could see that they're friends with people who were not good friends to them. But what was funny was because I was never really no one ever covered me in that way. I would always be the friend that ends up with the people that were bad friends. And it's like, how does that happen? Because no one was giving me the tools to tell me, you know, what to accept from a friend and what not to accept from a friend. And in all honesty, I feel like I always ended up with the type of friend that had maybe not the same personality traits, but the same characteristics like my mom. And even though we're in a better place now, but back then it was not. I remember thinking I would not want to be friends with her, you know, and for whatever reason, here I am now able to have healthy conversations, tell people how I feel. And let me tell you, I mean, if you don't get anything from any of these other episodes, get you a therapist. (laughs) I feel like I say that each and every episode, but get you a therapist because it's funny how you, you could be in a state of delusion, confusion, and all this other stuff. And you don't realize until, um, you don't realize you get into a place where you're in an unhealthy relationship, whether it, when I use relationships, I use that to encompass all types of relationships, whether it be with your sibling, whether it be with your partner, intimate partner, love, friendship, platonic, acquaintance, business partnership. You don't realize it's an unhealthy situation because you're putting in more than you're receiving and relationships are give and take. It's not it, it is it's two people wanting to give 100 percent. That goes for friendships. It, nothing should ever be one sided unless that's your mission to be a giver of sorts, a helper of sort. But then at some point you become depleted and drained and you start to feel used. And also being able to recognize the seasons, 
you know, someone is where one person is supposed to be in your life for six years. Another person supposed to only be in your life for a year or six months or three months or a month. You never know. And we have to be able to identify that. And I feel like we got to get to a place. I have come to a place. I was never really like a codependent one, but I was very super hyper independent. And so I'm, I am in transition of being more intradependent than hyper independent. And hyper independence is a trauma response, you know, because nobody was ever there for me. So I'm moving into being intradependent, meaning, yeah, I can depend on myself. Yes, I can do it. But I don't have to be the end all be all. I don't have to do it all. So if something was said that resonated with you on this episode, I encourage you to share it with at least one person. Remember, you can tune into Black Girl Say Something every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 1 p.m. Tune in on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor FM, and Podvine. And don't forget to hit the subscription link in the description box. And your subscription does entitle you to exclusive content because that's where Black Girl has even more to say. Thank you for listening.